0: Welcome to the Sailing to Success Podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30 minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. My name is Lindsay Phillips, and I'm your host and captain for this 30 minute excursion. And of course, for those that have listened to past podcasts, um, I love motivating and inspiring um, other entrepreneurs to achieve more, I love sharing practical tips business building strategies, um, to help you grow your business. And today I am so excited. Um, I have Denise Griffiths here with me and to me, she is like the VA queen. Um, I bow down to her. I am not worthy. (laughs) And, um, she says she's a nerd in stilettos. I love that. Um, She went back to college um, and got her computer science degree and was the only graduating female in her class, which is quite interesting. Um, And being a highly committed um, introvert, she bypassed the whole job placement office and went straight to small businesses and oil field offices and begged uh, to build websites for uh, a whole $250. Um, Her rates have changed since then, I'm sure, (laughs) to build up her portfolio. And so that was in 2001 when the majority Americans didn't really have internet. And those that did go online, of course, we all remember the good old dial-up connections. It was really a world in which web pages were rudimentary affairs containing lists of links and information and not much else. So WordPress, as you know, and social media didn't exist back then. And uh, it was just a whole different world. I mean, YouTube didn't exist. Facebook didn't exist. I know that's scary to a lot of you out there. Um, and it really wasn't that long ago, um, but you know, none of that mattered to her. She had a vision and determination that she'd be able to make a really good living at home with her computer, and never wavered from that idea. And as time went on, she noticed that there were massive changes online and always stayed in touch with her original web development clients and let them know what the new technology was, new ways of marketing. And, uh, you know, as a result of that, Denise is proud to say that all of her original clients are still with her, which is amazing. I mean, you know, I'm sure some have moved or uh, I believe one sadly passed away, but all her clients have stayed uh, through with her. So that obviously says how amazing she is and um you know she does everything from virtual assistance online business management social media marketing and of course the web design um and hasn't looked back so thank you Denise for for saying yes to being on my show I'm absolutely thrilled
2: Oh thank you. I am so honored that you asked me and we do kind of know each other. You know in that tangential way that we all know each other on social media. But you and I I believe we're both coached by Jim Palmer.
1: Yeah. The great
2: Jim Palmer. We've both been part of his mastermind group
1: and being in his world and, and that's mm-hmm. I know it's a small world when you think about it. And of course me working for Jim as well. Um, he's one of my clients. So I remember your name <laughs> oh, being in an imposter, so to speak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I always cringe a little bit. It's like, Oh God, what are they saying now? <laughs> <But> <laughs> hopefully
1: it's all good. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, so you have had quite the journey and one of the things that I find, I don't know if it's amusing is the right word, but you know, you are very introverted, but to me, I'm like owning your own Mm -hmm. business and knocking on people's door. I mean, that takes schutzba man.
2: (laughs) It, listen, it was the single most terrifying thing I've ever had to do. I am a committed, highly committed introvert. That doesn't mean I'm shy. I'm not. I just need to be alone about 98% of the time. In fact, it used to be that, you know, I was You know, just off by myself only 95% of the time, but I've closed that gap. So, my lifetime goal is to become the crazy cat lady sitting on a porch with a shotgun on her knee. I just want people (laughs) to leave me alone. Fair enough. And yes, I (laughs) am in a nifty place, it's very (laughs) exciting. Yeah, you know, but we're, you know, introverts are not shy. Where we tend to be very yeah, good. I see what you're saying. Yeah, as long as we don't have to knock on doors. But I did, and oh my God, I, I'm I'm actually getting my back hurts just thinking about up standing up going. ah. It was horrible, but I knew even then. Look, I got my first computer. This is a sad story. I got my first computer before there was an internet. And I'm not elderly, you know, I just knew yeah. that I had to have a computer. And I spoke MS-DOS for the longest kind of time. I apparently was always a nerd, didn't know it, but I was one. And then eventually here comes, you know, AOL, remember that? You've called yes. all of that. And I, this is about the time that I really recognized that. And I own my own business, but... I I am not cut out to work in somebody else's office. I'm just yeah. not. I run with scissors. I don't play well with others. Yeah. You know, getting my computer science degree never meant to me that I was going to go work for another company. I was going to create my own. So I did. For you.
1: I, and some people, they know that right off
2: the bat, and that's amazing mm-hmm. that you did.
1: And some people kind of stumble into it, or they... Th- It's funny how people have a certain mindset of of what working from home is or what having your own business is.
2: Um, You have to have a cast iron stomach. You know, you can't get bruised easily. You can't get your feelings, you know, hurt easily. You have to have a strong, strong work ethic and you have to be very passionate about what you do. Yeah. It's not easy. We fall down and bruise our butts all day long.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it's not easy, but it's, it, it fits who you are. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, which is awesome. So, I mean, you have seen so much change in technology technology and yeah, I remember the, you know, dot matrix days, so to speak. Right. And, um and where it is now. So obviously, I mean, God, you have learned so much with web design from back then. Mm. what has been the biggest challenge for you technologically or, or the most exciting?
2: You know, I'm not sure that there are that many challenges. Yeah. I am a nerd in stilettos. You <laughs> know. And I don't mean that to sound arrogant, but it's just my natural home. Yeah. Apparently. The, but I've seen massive, massive changes. Listen, when WordPress came along, I was like, Oh, there is a God. I like, know. That is magic. WordPress is magic. <laughs> and you can do such phenomenal things with it. But of course, the big thing for me and for my team is staying on top of really rapidly changing and evolving technology. I mean you can go into infusionSoft one day and then they've changed their entire back panel in another. I mean you have to if you're going to be in my particular world, the virtual assistance industry, web development industry, there are two two industries, but I always say that you know I started out as a web developer, Then I added virtual assistants, you know, client services, which was a perfect match. And then they ran off and got married. So I'm just one big company now. (laughs) But you have to stay on top of everything. And one thing that I do, you know, with my team is that I'm in a very fortunate position because I am a nerd and because I do study these things that when I hand off to my team, I'm never asking anybody to do something that I can't do myself, Yeah, which makes for a very easy transition. I'm able to you know, very clearly explain what I want, what the end yeah. result is going to be, and how it's done. A lot of VA teams, I think they struggle with that because they really don't know what they're asking for, it and they're learning, but it's tricky. You have to really know what you're doing.
1: I know I agree and, and and want to learn all the new technologies and the new things that are changing and, and enjoy it I mm-hmm. think you obviously mm-hmm. do I mean and oh, that's, yeah. it obviously comes natural to you in learning what's new and coming up and, and able to explain it to your team members to have that smooth transition
2: well it makes life easier for all of us
1: no doubt um, so how I mean, Lord knows you've grown your own business tremendously, but you're also helping your clients grow their business. Um, what do you Absolutely. find your entrepreneurs' biggest challenge that they come across?
2: Handing off. They they really, yeah. entrepreneurs have these wonderful ideas. You know, I'd, we wake up, I don't know about you, I wake up at 3.18 every morning and go, Ooh. I have been known to race across my house, start oh, totally. to get to my computer. Yeah. I mean, which is sad, <laughs> but i no, a picture, yeah, A lot of <laughs> great ideas of 4am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the problem that, that I have always found, and it's not a problem, really. I mean, I'm I'm phrasing that poorly, but they they see it in their head. They know where they want to go. They mm-hmm. can map it out in their head, but transferring that to paper or a mind map or even another person is just horrifying for a lot of people they want the help they know they need help but articulating it is often a big big problem so finding a virtual assistant or a web developer or somebody like me who is both who can poke around in your head with a stick and pull it all out and make sense of it is is really important
1: yeah, that's an interesting. I've never really heard it explained that way. I mean, yes, VAs are you know implementers, if you will. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it does take a specific skill to to pull that vision out of someone's head and and mm-hmm. make it into something logistically. Right,
2: right. And and I've always said this, and you may have heard me say this in the past. A good, solid, high high functioning virtual assistant or OBM online business manager is not waiting at the end of their keyboard or their phone, waiting for you to instruct them. They are working with you. They are partnering with you. Mm-hmm. They are looking out for you. They're finding new technologies for you. They're finding ways to streamline what you're already doing. Mm-hmm. They may be consulting with you and saying, you know, that that piece over there is a bit of a mess and it doesn't even make sense. How about if we shelve that and work on what what is generating money for you right now? So a good virtual assistant really, literally becomes your partner in success. Yeah, I love that. I
1: can't agree more. Um, And it also, I mean, honestly, I think of personality style. I mean, some people are, you know, doers and they take instruction well and and they fulfill that task. But they're not looking above and beyond, you know, and looking out for that person. Do you know what I mean? Right. And they
2: make good team members for somebody. Totally. Yeah,
1: no, I totally agree. Everyone's got their own like need and fills a fills a void. Right. So to speak. Absolutely. Now again, going back to your original, you know, doing web design. Um, so is, do you find, and I'm just curious for myself, is everyone switching to WordPress and using WordPress or are still people, are people still doing like custom designs or other avenues?
2: It's hard to say. I mean, probably some of the really big, big companies are yeah. using custom designs and PHP and a lot of that, but most people, WordPress is so easy to customize. I mean, you yeah. can create templates yourself. You can That's buy true. templates and customize the jeepers out of it. I find that most people most people who are serious about it are going with, with WordPress, and then maybe using a theme like um Rainmaker, you know, or Optimized Press, you use one of those on top of WordPress. But yeah, that's true. Then there are the kind of do-it-yourself people who want to go with Wix and you know some of those others. To be honest, when they come to me and say, "Can you fix this?" My answer is no. I don't yeah. play around in those. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I will. I'll help you find somebody, but I'm not the guy. No. The person will do it.
1: Yeah, I don't believe me. Um thank god i mean wordpress at least because i remember years ago if you wanted a good website it was going to cost you like thousands and thousands of dollars grand up, right oh my gosh and then i built some of those i'm sure and i bet they look awesome but it's (laughs) like but then you you don't want to have any changes or alter it because you've sunk so much money into it So at least now it's it's easier on the budget, obviously. Oh yeah. But more flexible too.
2: Um, and one of the things that I do with my clients, look, your your real estate is your website. It's your sales yeah. funnels. It's your social media. That's your online real estate. You need to have some control over it. Yeah. And I think I told you in the green room earlier. I started my business with the promise back then, and I didn't tell you how this happened, but I would walk into these these little businesses quaking, just, Oh my God, I don't want to do this. And, <laughs> you know, I'd have to pull up my, my big girl panties and go in there and just say, Oh, yeah, my name is Denise Griffiths." And I can I, and honestly, I ran into big, big resistance and it was because of yellow pages oh. and it wasn't Yelp, you know, but Yelp is doing kind of the same thing. Yeah. But what was happening was yellow pages was sending out their little, army of of salespeople. And you know how salespeople at radio stations and TV stations, they stay, what, about a week and a half? Yeah. They get that first sales commission check and then they're out of there. It was not a fun job. Well, what was happening was that Yellow Pages had deployed this army of people who would go around and say, okay, pay us and I can't remember what it was. I'm going to say three hundred fifty dollars just because that comes to mind. But pay us this and we're going to build you a website. And they would disappear. And come to find out, you know, these people didn't know if they had a website. They just knew that they'd paid money. Yeah. They didn't know how to get a hold of the salesperson. The salesperson was probably working, you know, somewhere else. They didn't even own their domain name. Yellow pages owned their domain. It was a mess. So I, on the spot, the first two or three times that I was confronted with that, and I said, listen, I will build your website. This was before WordPress. I couldn't let these people in. They had to come to me for any changes to HTML. Yeah. But I said, I'm going to make you a promise, and I've kept this promise ever since. I will never, ever hand you the keys to a beautiful website. Say, hey, thanks for the payment. Good luck and God bless. I will never do that. And that was really the basis for my business and why it's grown the way it has.
1: I mean, I know the word is kind of overused, but like customer service and people want to, ha- A, have help. Mm-hmm. They want to be important and, and want to have, you know, someone at their fingertips that's going right. to make it all better and make the changes.
2: And a website really should not be a one and done project in None. my book. but. And of course, now with WordPress, you know, I will tell my clients, listen, when we're all done, you and I are going to get on the phone for, you know, two or three hours, break it up, you know, half hour here, hour there, whatever it takes. And I'm going to walk you through how to upload your blogs, how to add images, how to make any small edits, stay away from the short codes, (laughs) stay away from this, but you know, everything else is good. And if you need me for anything, you know how to find me. Nice. And it works really well because... You know, people want to have control of their own business, Yeah, which makes sense.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be dependent on someone all the time. Um, It affects the time frame as well. Now, how often would you say, I mean, I know obviously we upload a lot of new content, blogs, podcasts, whatever it may be, but how often should we change our website, like the look of it or the theme? Are you finding that people are changing it often?
2: Yeah, I would say about once every year you need to freshen it. Wow. That's a fair bet. You feel like, you're. And, and I don't mean change it dramatically. I mean, go in there and, you know, maybe clean up your colors a bit, maybe, you know, tighten up your theme, but about once a year, it's a good idea to go in there and do a wellness checkup.
1: Wellness checkup. I love change. that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what needs to change and what, you know, maybe what you're no longer doing. Yeah. You know, businesses, you know, like we operate kind of at the speed of sound practically. So yeah. it, you really need to do a website audit at least once a year.
1: That's so true. I did mine just over a year ago, and right now I'm revamping some pages, and I'm like, man, I feel like I just did
2: this. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's what it takes. It's important.
1: It's, yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: and you know, Google wants to see that the, the search engines want to see that you're paying attention to your real estate. They want to see those. They can be small changes, but they want to know that you still care.
1: Yeah, and that's a whole new ball of wax. I mean, you know, even 10, I don't know how many years ago, but like Google and SEO and we're like, we knew nothing about it. And now SEO is crucial.
2: It is. You have to be able to tag your content. You should be using H2 tags. You should be, you know, giving your, your images, good SEO friendly search engine optimization. Yeah. You know, it let's just, for instance, I built a website recently for Dr. Tim Crowley. Every one of his images says Dr. Tim Crowley. So when you type in his name, tons of images pop yeah. up. Yeah. And they all lead right back to his website. Perfect.
1: I know. All those, uh, you're full of all the good tricks, that's for sure. <laughs> and all the good strategies. Don't
2: overlook them. They're important.
1: They are. It, those little details. And so many entrepreneurs have no idea about those little things. I think, you know, you create a website and you, you put it up and you're done, but... So still not the case. Right.
2: And, and that leads back to something you said earlier, you know, with, with clients, you know, how do you, you know, kind of work with them if they really don't know what they're, <sighs> they're supposed to be doing. And I have found over the last couple of years in particular that if, especially if I'm working with somebody who really is kind of new to being an entrepreneur, maybe they've been working, you know, a real estate company forever and ever, and now they're transitioning out and they want to be an author and a speaker. I work with a lot of authors and speakers and basically what what I will do is in these ramp up conversations I'll say okay let's we're going to do some business creation not just a website but we're going to do your branding we're going to build your website we're going to get your social media on point and we may break that out into two or three phases over the course of a year. Mm. So they're not overwhelmed. They can see what's coming. They know what they to yeah. to deliver to me. They're not terrified. And they're not just saying, I don't understand this. I know. I'm know. i finding that breaking it out into phases just works best all the way around, That's especially if it's idea. a large, large project
1: yeah and again well you've been at the beginning stages and so have I it's like starting a business there's you're a you're overwhelmed with information that's out there but it's like where do you start like obviously the website social media but you it can be overwhelming like all the things you need to do to set up to market yourself content marketing whatever it may be Mm -hmm. um so
2: and you know know. one of those things oddly enough And most people don't think about this either, but I will tell potential new clients, I have three right now that I'm working with, listen, let me peek under the hood and, you know, send me what you've got. I need to see where you're at right now. I want to see what's working. I want to see where the gaps are but I'm also going to do an in-depth you know, kind of a research on you. And I'm going to find stuff that you don't even know is still out there. For instance, <laughs> I found a MySpace page the other day. Oh, for hi. somebody. I was like, you got to get rid of that thing. She said, I don't know how to log it. I said, I don't care. Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Interesting. So, you know, you have to, it, it's just part of, you know, creating that business. You don't want people stumbling across stuff that you did that maybe has nothing at all to do with what you're currently doing. It's confusing people have short-term memories they just want to know what's in it for them right now and they don't care about your myspace page no so so you know you have to clean up a lot of that too which is part of what we do again all those little things that you don't think about typically yeah exactly
1: um and i sort of tout you as the queen of productivity as well (laughs) Um, and I know it's a passion of yours and, um, I just soak up every productivity tip. Um, so for the entrepreneurs out there, um, you know, doing their social media, dealing with their website, um, their branding and such, um, what are your favorite kind of three go-to productivity tips or tools that you use? I guess I should say.
2: The biggest one is make time for you. And that's Y-O-U, capital letters, exclamation point, exclamation point. I get up every morning. I'm an early riser. I don't sleep a whole lot. I don't know yeah. too many entrepreneurs that do, actually. <laughs> and I get up every morning at dawn or a little bit earlier, and I spend a minimum, minimum of two hours doing what I loosely term spiritual practices, which is really just a blanket term for me spending time with me with nature and with my main coon out on the back porch. And this is time that I take each morning for reflection on the day.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm planning my
2: day ahead on, I may be doing yoga. You know, I may be doing any number of things, Uh, you know, T-Tap. Teresa Tapp is coming on my podcast pretty soon. I love her workouts. I'm T-Tapping out in my backyard. I look like an idiot, but (laughs) nobody can see me and I'm happy. (laughs) And Tony Robbins has a practice that I follow, you know, during those early morning hours, too. And he takes time for gratitude for three things. Yeah. He, you know, he's very clear about what they are. And then he has a meditation practice where he focuses on spirituality or for him, what he calls feeling the presence of God. And then he thinks about his three to thrive. Again, those, you know, those three things that he's going to do that day. Hmm. The, the second thing is shut it off it's critical that we create and really police our boundaries. And I find that by scheduling time to do something and actually doing it while resisting the urge to answer the phone or checking mm-hmm. on social media yeah. or check on Gmail means that I'm focused on one thing and one thing only. And because I'm focused on that one thing, I can knock it out in nothing flat. I mean, yeah. 15, 20, 30 minutes later, I'm done. Just, I'm up and yeah. walking around and you know, yeah. whatever.
1: And, and you know what, oh,
2: I was just I'm sorry. Say,
1: not many people uh, think of a productivity tip as a, a, having time to yourself to, to many, a, and it's probably a, a mindset issue, but it's like productivity is, is doing versus being
2: right. Like If you make the mistake of thinking that you're busy, 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 oh, you yeah. have planned out your day and you haven't sat with yourself quietly, whether it's in the shower I do a lot of thinking in the shower. I don't know what it is about water. We all have great ideas in the <laughs> yeah, tub. for me, it's driving but, in the car. <laughs> right, and, and a lot of people. I, you know, I'm live alone. I'm the crazy cat lady. I can do whatever I want to do. So I can spend two hours outside. I and I recognize that many people can't. Mm-hmm. But carve out 15 minutes, yeah, or 30 minutes. You know, whether it's the morning or noon, find a time where you can sit very quietly with yourself and say. This is what I want. I love that. This is what I need, and this is how I'm going to do it.
1: No, that's perfect. I just didn't. I don't naturally think of that as a productivity, but when you put it oh, way, much. yeah. Very much. As so. you talk about it, I'm like, that makes so much sense. So sorry, I interrupted you on the third one. <laughs> oh,
2: that's okay. Um, hire, hire somebody out. Yeah. We're all guilty of thinking we can do it ourselves. I've been massively guilty of this. Oh, totally. Massively. And I still catch myself doing it. And this is one of the things Jim Palmer would say to me, stop doing that. Okay. Okay, okay, okay." (laughs) (laughs) And then I would go do it myself. But listen, if you don't really know much about web development, hire a professional. Yeah. It will get done quicker. There are little things like we've been talking about. You know, people don't think to put a favicon up there which is that little image you see at the top of the, you know, the address bar. They don't think to go to wordpress.org and create a gravatar, which is your image, which when you're responding to people on your blog, your picture pops up. Yeah. You don't know to do these things, but a professional will. Yeah. And then automate what you can, streamline your processes.
0: You know, awesome.
2: Treat yourself, if you're in business, be a business person. Yeah. You know, if you find yourself doing things that you wouldn't even think about doing in somebody else's office, it's time to stop doing that.
1: Yeah. And it's true. I mean, I still catch myself. I'll be, I don't know, creating something and I'm like, why am I doing this? One of my team members could be doing it for me. And I have to, at least I do stop myself, but it like every now and then it just becomes a habit just to do. And it's, if you're conscious of it, I think. And it feels so good, though, doesn't it, Denise, when you do yep. upload some of those projects or tasks? It's, God, you get so much more done.
2: I do. I'm very good at focusing, and I do what I call segment intending. So I will come in here, and I will sit down at my desk. I've got a list. I, I know the three big things that need to be done, mm. but there's going to be subcategories. There's going to be, you know, we're all list makers. We're better at list makers. But I know what my big, you know, three things are to focus on. But when I sit down with a particular task, I will take my hands off my keyboard, I sit back in my chair a bit, and I think about it. I really give it, you know, a few minutes thought. Okay, Denise, this is what has to happen. You need to go right now before we got on this call. I was working on a newsletter for one of my clients. It goes out tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. And I was, you know, I listed out what I needed to do. I need to find the video. I need to create some graphics. I need Mm -hmm. to do this. So I'm able to check it off as I go. I told myself and I started that an hour before we got on this phone and I gave myself precisely 45 minutes to finish that and I did. I mean, I got done just before, you know, we got on the phone. Nice. But what I do and and I interrupted myself, I raised my my hands from the keyboard and I I envision the task or the project in my mind. I run through it. And then I just do it. And I do not allow for any distractions. Unless one of the cats bites my toes, that's a distraction. <laughs> kitty <laughs> but, cat,
1: kitty cat intro. Yeah. The okay.
2: <laughs> They're like, mom. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I don't answer the phone. The phone may ring. I don't answer it unless, you know, it's clearly critical. Yeah. But I have caller ID. I can see who it is. They leave a message. I'll call them back at my next break. Yeah. I so do that as well. segment intending, I think, is is very, very important. You you know say, I'm going to be here for half an hour. This is what I'm yeah. going to get done. if you it works if for you, me.
1: Yeah, no, I do the same thing. Because if you have to stop to answer something or whatever, it, it takes so much more energy to restart and pick up where you left off. It's such wasted time.
2: Oh, absolutely. Es- um, es- experts, I can do this. I need coffee. Experts estimate that switching between tasks can cause a 40% loss in productivity. Yeah that's big. That's a lot. Yeah. And you do that multiple times a day. You go to bed at night and go, what the heck did I get done? The- I know. No,
1: I've been there. And every now and then a day will come where it's like, oh, I totally didn't do that right. Or I'd got bulldozed by my emails or phone calls. And then it's like, okay, I need to course correct tomorrow. I'm too better at bash tasking.
2: Right, right. And don't beat yourself up. Just don't yeah. do it again. You know, just train yourself not to, you know, allow these, I mean, you know, what's important when an interruption mm-hmm. is important. You know what it is, but it's, you have to have those boundaries and you have to police them. Nobody else will do that yeah. for you. And being focused. Very, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not to say that I work all the time Listen, I'm like a yo-yo, I am up and down all day long Yeah. I mean, I work for 20, 30, 45 minutes 45 minutes is my max then I get up and I may go get on my rebounder, my little mini trampoline I may go outside with my dog Abby Rose and chase squirrels <laughs> or pick pecans <laughs> we have squirrel chasing times during nice. the day she's, she's nice. religious about it but awesome. I'm up and down all day long I'm, I'm not glued to my desk
1: yeah, I wish I was better at that. I really do need to get up more
2: and stretch and, and move, but um, I know I'm bad with that. I, I put it in my calendar until I told myself to do it. I did. I put it in Google Calendar. And, you know, after a week or two, I was like, okay, I can delete that. I know now my body knows when uh, to get up and move. It becomes a habit. Yeah, it's important that you do that.
1: No, I agree. Because you have
2: to be able to get up, oxygenate your brain, you know, just kind of move around a bit and then come back and segment and tend again.
1: Yeah, and be focused and your, right. your mind is clear. Because, and, and we've all done it, right? Working on a project, but in the interim, your head's in four other projects and, you know, you, yeah. you look over what you've written and you're like, oh, that's crap. <laughs> because exactly. your head wasn't in the game. Your head wasn't in it. You're not... And I like that you sit there and you think about the task first, take a minute, and then do it. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Well, it. I mean, I had to do some serious training on myself. Otherwise, you know, I'd be all over the map. Mm-hmm. Another thing that, that I can tell people, to, you know, this works, is batching it. Every time we become distracted, it takes an average of 15 minutes to regain uh, your focus back. Did you know crazy. that? That's yeah. not. It's crazy. So unless you're, in a, you're intentionally managing your time, there's a really good chance that you're operating in a constant state of unfocused response. Yeah. So what I do is I group similar tasks that require similar resources in order to streamline. Like, uh, And there's a, I'll send you to a, um, streamline their completion rather, but there's something called the Pomodoro Technique. And basically you're planning and prioritizing the tasks that need to be completed by writing them down, then you set a timer for 25 minutes and devote that time to a task or group of similar tasks. And I mean, you can go to, uh, I won't bore you with the whole thing, but it really works well. So it's pomodoro pomodorotechnique.com, P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O-Technique.com.
1: I think, yeah, explain what it is again.
2: I think I've heard it's, of it, but I'm not quite sure. It's how you, it really shows you how to, batch things you know oh, okay. you, you can plan and prioritize a task that need to be written down you know that need to be completed it just shows you how to do it it teaches you to you know work on a timer kind of mm-hmm. like I did and then get up and then move on to something else you know pop some popcorn, drink some water, talk to your dog, whatever it's going to be, do laundry. I've got the cleanest house around, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm always, <laughs> I'm up and down. I can do a load of laundry and nothing flat and get back here and go back to work on a wet yes. It's crazy. That I but do, too. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. My my former husband, you know, he was laid off from his job and he had an office in here at the same time. And one day he looked at me and he said, I didn't know you moved around so much during the day. And this is towards the end of That's the relationship. Funny. And I said, who do you think cleans the house and cooks your dinner? I, wasn't. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was. like, do you the, think the, theory the VA theory does yet. this? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I mean, when you're working from home, you have the opportunity to do yeah. so many things. So if you do them with focus, you can get a ton of work done both personal and, you know, professionally. And you don't have to be overwhelmed every day
1: yeah do you have an optimal time of day that you work best morning yeah
2: i have found though that i'm i'm very very good in the morning i'm very creative in the morning i start flagging around two in the afternoon so i take an hour or two off and then about you know five six seven o'clock my brain is right back on fire interesting i know weird yeah
1: i'm um I work best in the morning cause I'm like fired up and got the energy and clear headed. Um, but I do notice that, um, in the evening, like after the kids go to bed at eight o'clock, I don't know why, but my creativity kicks in. So if I need to like write a blog or a sales page or whatever, um, I'm like, I might as well, you know, <laughs> I might as well put this to use. And, um, and yeah, I'm most creative or have good ideas at that time for some strange reason.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. I have those two distinct blocks. And, I mean, I can work all day long. Oh, yeah. But around that, you know, 1, 2 o'clock, I take an hour. I just walk off. Nice. And, you know, I may be out in the backyard reading a book. I may be digging holes. I do a lot of that. I garden quite a bit. <laughs> and I move things around. I live in the deep south. You can't kill anything. I try. So I just, you know, when it gets overgrown, I just move it to another part of the yard but yeah you know, i'm always doing something but i know that if i'm trying to work around you know around that time my brain is just shutting no out. so yeah. i don't even try anymore
1: no and i guess being as an entrepreneur and working from home i mean sometimes you feel like you should be working all the time but being yeah. aware of you know what your peak times are and and cre- like you you've created it really well for yourself in creating that balance
2: well it listen i didn't do this right away it took me a long Mm. long time to figure out that I couldn't get up out of bed brush my teeth go to work and then go to bed at midnight and I did for the longest kind of time I mean I worked and worked and worked and I mean when I tell you I'm a high functioning workaholic I'm not kidding but I've had to learn to take care of myself during all of this because you know, I got to the point my back hurt, my head yeah. hurt because of the way I was sitting in my chair. Yeah. I have three monitors and I'm always, you know, turning to see what's what's going on and on the three monitors. I was hurting myself.
1: That's true. And you think, and I've done the same thing. I remember at the beginning of the spring, um, because I'd been sitting so much, um, my IT band in my leg was strained and it was so cool oh. and and it was worse at night when I went to bed and going to massage therapy. And she's like, do you work? Like, do you sit down a lot during the day? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you need to get up more and move and stretch. And I'm like, I mean, I kind of knew that already, but it's like, you don't realize that even though you're sitting, it, it also has negative effects on you. Um, so, I've, I mean, I've since gone back to the gym finally and doing yoga and it's been so much helpful.
2: Yeah. In fact, I've read studies that indicate that sitting is the new smoking. It's really bad. For oh, you. that's really bad thing. for you. You can shorten your lifespan. Yeah. <laughs> None of us want that. But what I do in Tony Robbins, I was, did, did you watch his, um, his uh, thing on Netflix? You know, I'm not your guru. Did you happen to watch No,
1: it? but my one client gave me the link to watch it and I just haven't yeah. watched it yet. I have it in my to
2: watch. Yeah. I mean, I've you know, I have all of his books. I, yeah. But I was warned by two people who know him very well. One of my clients worked for him for ten years, and in fact, my client, you probably you know, heard about the movie Sully. The, you know, yes Clint Eastwood did that yeah. well my client Dave Sanderson was actually the last passenger off that plane oh wow okay. was, yeah he has he has a fascinating story he went back I've, I've to help people some, get off uh, the plane yeah. Been on. yeah I think he's been on Jessica Rhodes podcast but yeah anyway so he worked with Tony Robbins for 10 years and a business partner of mine worked for Tony Robbins for 12 years as a content creator both of them warned me this is Denise there's a lot of f bombs. There's a lot of cursing, and I just oh, and I had it took me a couple, three times to watch, and finally, I realized, and I'm not approved, but it was just so egregious, like oh, geez, and I would catch myself kind of flinching. <laughs> um, but, but but the thing is, I finally realized that he does it for NLP, neuro linguistic programming. He's shocking these people out yeah. of truly horrible states that they were in, and part of it is just egregious. That's just how he speaks. But yeah. oh my God, it was phenomenal but one thing and I did have a point for going there one thing that I noticed that he did he has a little rebounder mini little mini trampoline and I have one as well and it's my favorite piece of gym equipment I have a gym in my home that is my favorite equipment really he has one when he gets up first thing in the morning he gets on his rebounder then he goes into the hot tub just before he goes on stage he jumps on that rebounder a quick and easy way to just oxygenate yourself yeah feel better energize on a rebounder but bounce around like a little kid you will be so happy and then you're ready to come back and you feel good
1: interesting well it gets your blood going and your heart going
2: say it again it gets
1: your blood moving right
2: it does i mean i've had one for years and i wouldn't be without it i mean they're phenomenal interesting and you know 10-15 minutes on there you're yeah. happy your blood's happy your hip your you know eyesight's clear <laughs> I mean if you find just serious if you find that you know you're a little fuzzy because you've been staring at that monitor yeah. by the time you get off that rebounder your eyesight's clear again interesting. It's amazing yeah so that's my health tip yeah today. I love get that a little <laughs> mini rebounder <laughs> that's awesome um yeah this time went by a little too fast. Um I right know sorry and I just keep on talking.
1: Sorry. Oh no, it's been both of us. It's great. I love uh, my podcast interviews that accidentally go
0: over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah I so appreciate you taking your time out um to chat with me today and give some great tips out to the entrepreneurs out there.
2: Well I hope they're helpful and thank you so much for inviting me to be on. I'm really honored. You
1: got. And so, how can people find out uh, about your services and, and about you, Denise?
2: My primary website is yourofficeontheweb.com. DeniseGriffiths.com is being rebuilt. I feel like the cobbler with no shoes, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not. My own website is not working, but it's in the process. Yeah. Yourofficeontheweb.com. Perfect. Uh, DeniseGriffiths.com, and you can find me all over social media. It's hard to throw a stick on the internet without hitting me. <laughs>
1: love that it's so true um perfect so thank you so much again um for being on my show
2: Um, and i would like to invite you to be a guest on mine as well
1: i would absolutely love that i would be honored um Yeah, that would be super. So everyone out there, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Um, You can, of course, find this episode and uh, previous shows at lindsayphillips.com, along with my videos and blogs. And if you want to learn more about how I can help your business grow, it is ssonlinesupport.com. So until next time, folks, I wish you all a productive and profitable week, and may the wins. Always be at your
0: back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.